Simone Shea. I'm Sydney. I'm Shu. And tonight we're talking to you about meditation. Um. Meditation has really been having a moment lately. Yeah. They're teaching it in schools. They're Everyone's talking about it. It's one of those things that rich white people are really into. Um, it's magical, and I, I'm glad it is having its time. I think in the past few years, it's gotten really popular in everyday society. Yes. I remember watching an interview of a, like, today show tv anchor mm-hmm. um this guy who like had a meltdown on air yes uh his name is dan harris okay yeah and he was like doing cocaine or something mm-hmm. and like just partying too much and working too much and just like go 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 and he had a full-on meltdown and then um turned to meditation mm-hmm. and it really helped him turn his life around and like get back get everything together um yeah he's actually one of my favorite people um i'll probably tweet out a link to his book and podcast so he was one of the people who used cocaine to handle anxiety which is a very special breed of someone yeah where the anxiety is causing them to freeze so they do amphetamines to push past the freeze Uh um but yeah so he was managing his anxiety with drugs and he had a panic attack on air and he ended up writing a book and he has a podcast now called 10 Percent happier how i tamed the voice in my head reduced stress without losing my edge and found a self-help that actually works and awesome yeah his podcast is great the book is really great it was part of what set me on my journey into being a meditator oh really so yeah cool um yeah do you want to tell us what meditation is before we get into all that sure uh meditation is the practice of training your attention by focusing it on something um such as a candle or the a spot inside your own mind with mm-hmm. your eyes shut um and this is done to achieve mental clarity and em- emotional calm okay yeah. excellent excellent um yeah so meditation has been around since uh antiquity is that what i wrote maybe i wrote it here somewhere i just Ooh. remembered being like that's not a year uh, <laughs> it has been practiced since antiquity, Ooh, antiquity. um And part of the uh, revolution of it is because people have been doing it forever as part of their spiritual practice, but now we have uh, functional MRI images so doctors can study the differences of activity in people's brains who do meditate, who don't. Um, They'll take groups of people who've never meditated and get them to do it and track their progress. And so it's kind of led to a a scientific explosion, um, much like my other favorite thing, psychedelic drugs, where Mm -hmm. it's been around for years, but now because of uh, fMRI imaging, we can see, oh, holy shit, it is doing this thing that's super cool for you. Um, So yeah, I became a meditator from like the scientific aspect. Um, I read a book called Mindfulness eight-week plan for finding peace in a frantic world. Oh, okay. And it was written by uh, a neuroscientist and a journalist, and they um, took patients and led them on eight weeks of meditation. And um, I wrote down that 
Uh, oh, man. Look at me trying to read my own writing. And that was like a bad <laughs> idea. Oh, okay. So 45 minutes of mindfulness meditation a day for two months creates a measurable decrease in the default no, uh, default mode network, which is the part of your brain that's your, like your routine behavior and it can be the root of depression and anxiety. It's, so um, yeah, so I I read this book and thought these guys know things and words that I'll never be able to explain to people on a podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I got into meditation that way. Um, I love that. Yeah. That's nice. <laughs> Um, I wrote down because there's different types. Yes, there are different types. The the mindfulness one is like the most popular one. And yes. it's the easiest to practice. And it is the most studied in the United States. And the mindfulness is just um, you let the mind wander and you accept the thoughts and you understand the present. And uh, I think this is the type of meditation RuPaul does. Yes. Because she always talks about letting your thoughts drift through your head and just observing them. Kind of like a, a stream is how yes. she always says, like, just picture it like your thoughts are a stream and you're just watching them go by. Um, Because you are not your thoughts. You are the observer of your thoughts. Yes. And that really helps get to that calm place in your mind because you become uh, less emotionally active. I believe meditation also calms down your amygdala so it relocates a lot of the activity that's reactionary from your lizard brain and then you become a more calm reasonable person Mm -hmm. um um i use headspace which is a meditation app okay and it kind of uh does little like every everyday lessons there's like a lesson every day and it gets you used to meditating. Okay. And um, the way they describe it is like you're standing on the side of a freeway mm-hmm. and like you're watching all the cars go by, but like your thoughts are the cars. Oh. And if one of them got stuck, like if you start focusing on just one of the thoughts, like the rest would crash. Okay. So like when you, because that's one thing when you start meditation is like, you will start focusing on one thought and not realize that that's what you're doing. Oh, okay. And so you have to like recognize that you're thinking about one specific thing. Okay. And then go back to just letting letting them drift. Them drift. Yes. Because it's so easy to get caught up on one thought. Yeah. And start letting that evolve into like oh my god I forgot to do the laundry last night and blah 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 and you're just spinning yeah and you have to come back and be like okay yeah wait I'm meditating right now um so I think I think what's it called headspace yeah okay so I think that counts as guided visualization meditation oh okay which is like a newer buddhist one Um, And I wrote this quote down, uh, which is interesting. It says, it's what you think is what you become was a teaching of the Buddha. And so um, it works by you imagine a relaxing, positive experience, and then your body gets the message and then sends it back to your brain, which is um, a gestalt therapy technique, like oftentimes you start by assessing your body for physical pain and then tracing it to your mind. Mm -hmm. And so here it's like recognizing the mind body connection, like 
let's tell our body that we're calm and then in return the body will tell the mind that we're calm and then we're calm so yes i like that (laughs) this reminds me um, there's a podcast about uh, making Oprah or the history of Oprah's show. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And she talks about when she became a super spiritual person and she was talking about, oh, you need to know your spirit, find your spirit, find uh-huh. your soul. But her audience didn't understand. They thought everyone thought she lost her mind and went off the deep end because she didn't realize she she had changed so much and was using this vernacular that didn't make any sense yes. to her fan base. Uh-huh. Um, and I often feel that way when I'm talking about spiritual stuff is that um, if you aren't into the same line of thinking, it just sounds like hippie bullshit. I don't yeah, know totally. a way to super well articulate. That's why I listen to and read people who are smarter than me to because they like Sam Harris's book, Waking Up, which is uh, spirituality without religion. And a lot of it has to do. He's a neuropsychologist mm-hmm. and a lot of it has to do with meditation. And um, I really enjoyed that book because it articulated my spiritual belief and practice as an atheist um, in a way that I can't because sometimes when I'm talking about meditation I just am like oh god Sydney like (laughs) no one fucking cares you hippie mess oh my gosh so funny (laughs) um I love meditation I think it's great and we should say like it's not a religion you don't have to it like isn't connected to any religion and it's only like a spiritual thing if you want it to be. Yeah, and it it's, doesn't have to be. Yeah, it's more just to calm yourself and to have clarity in your mind. Yeah. So I the way I meditate isn't a spiritual practice. It's a mental mm-hmm. exercise. Um, and I think most people I know who meditate, it is. Although like once you get into like a really good meditative state, it feels very transcendent which then there's a spiritual word but um it's it's known for making you feel less in your head and more connected to the world yeah um and if you are religious you can incorporate that into your meditation because like i keep telling my grandma she needs to meditate uh because she's like a super anxiety ridden and super uptight i'm like you really should try meditation and she's like no it's not catholic like i don't know like but it's not like she didn't say that but she's just like it's not part of my religion pretty much and i'm like you know it's not religious religious thing so you can you can incorporate like your prayer into your meditation Uh like you can incorporate your saints or whatever you want to do um yeah there's um because there's all different types of it and really you just write your own book you know come up with your own type um there's one type uh zazen which is zen buddhist and it's seated meditation it's self-guided and so they said it's really good for new meditators because it is self-guided it can be harder to progress because you don't have like a coach or a guide there but that might be um better for people who are like i don't want to go sit in a room with a group of people and have a guru uh-huh. lead me. Cause that could be weird. If Especially like, I understand I grew up super religious being like, that's outside of my religious box and I don't know what it is. 
but you could try it on your own without anyone telling you how to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there, the opposite of that is the transcendental meditation, which is like oh, the Hollywood one. I really want to try that. I There's some places here in Phoenix that... Yeah, I know a guy who did it, and I was like, so two grand or what? Oh, yeah, it's expensive. <laughs> it's expensive. Um, I mean, I think the money goes back into the organization. I kind of just want to do it so I can get my chant. You get your mantra, and yeah. you have to have a guide, an experienced guide give you your mantra. But it's uh, transcendental meditation is Hindu, and it's enlightenment seeking, uh, and you're looking for inner calm with that. But, yeah, yeah, you get a mantra that you then repeat over and over and over again. Yeah. I don't know if I like that. I feel like I, I would want to differ. I'd have to be like, yo, yo, guru. Uh, like, I'm just going through, like, a different thing right now. So if I could have, like, a different mantra, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like your dad's dick. That worked last month. But now I'm all about your mom's clit. So it's like, <laughs> can I say that? Oh, my God. Um, that is not how oh. I talk, nor how I would talk to a fucking... <laughs> Uh, I like mantras. I um sometimes when I meditate, I will hold crystals okay in my hands, and then I will my use a mantra that's like peace okay release okay, and it's like you're bringing in peace uh uh-huh. and then you're releasing the negative energy okay so I should try that yeah and that's fun. Um, and then sometimes I just, I just don't think anything. Yeah. I just let my thoughts wander. Um, yeah, usually if I can't, if I'm having trouble getting it going, like in quiet, um, which you should be able to right? if you're practiced at it and not let like interrupting sounds of traffic or whatever, uh, distract you. But sometimes I'm more distractible than others. Um, I'll listen to jazz and then I like will focus on having like feeling my body float on the waves of the music uh-huh. where I kind of visualize the music and I'm like floating in it almost like in a womb. Mm-hmm. Um, beautiful. I mean, it is a beautiful experience. It's one of like, it's one of the best things ever. Um, I was a meditator for years before I ever did mushrooms. Uh-huh. And the first time I took mushrooms and I was so scared, like I was ready to go into a portal, into another dimension. I I did some research about mushrooms, but not a lot. And so and trip trips are such a personal experience that you can't really understand it until you've gone on one. But I was ready to think that I was like crawling through a mirror into another dimension. Like I was just ready to really lose touch right and I ate the mushrooms and my friend and I just like hung out and talked and went like on a walk through the woods or whatever and the whole time I just said this is meditation Uh this is meditation and when people afterwards were like how was your trip I said it was exactly like meditation the nice thing is I was up and I was walking around and interacting with the world um and it lasted longer but it to me like that's why I always tell people when they think of experimenting with drugs I'm like try meditation first and it gave me a lot of insight into why I'm such a calm person when I get to work at five in the afternoon and other people aren't because I generally do some cardio and a meditation every day before I go into work and if I don't I do eventually like start getting like mentally wound tight um 
but after doing mushrooms, I was like, oh, this is why I'm always in such a good mood because I fucking tripped balls while listening to fucking Coltrane for 45 <laughs> minutes before I strolled into this bitch. Like, uh, I had no idea that I was kind of organically tripping balls every day. Yeah. Um, but they do – I later researched that they do almost identical actions in the brain. And we now know that because of the fMRI studies. That's so cool. Yeah. So, yeah, they both decrease blood flow to your uh, pre-free – Pre-free, oh Jesus fucking, your medial prefrontal cortex and your posterior cingulate cortex, which are the default mode network. They both decrease blood flow to that, which makes it easier to like learn new ways of thinking. Oh. Um, yeah. Oh. oh. So everyone, like you don't always have access to drugs or time to do drugs, but if you want to at home buzz. Yeah. So like traditionally the things you would need to start a meditation off is a quiet space okay a comfortable place to sit because you're gonna want to sit in an upright position that's comfortable yes like a posture that you can hold usually you know people cross their legs they do a Um, little lotus position yes um but you can also you know put your legs to the side or out in front of you or just sometimes if you if it hurts to sit like that you can sit in a chair Uh with your feet on the ground I know you stay grounded um I feel like I'm learning that I do some things wrong like what uh I often lay flat on my back with my knees up and sometimes I'll lay flat on my back with like my legs kind of up like against the wall well I feel like the reason that normally people start out by sitting is because sometimes when you lay down and you're like just starting Uh it's easy to kind of like nod off that makes sense or and meditation is not sleeping yes so like I used to go to hot yoga all the time and Uh we would always start and end the class with a meditation Uh and at the end we would do one where we were laying on our flat on our backs and we'd go through like our from our feet up and just kind of like focus on each part of the body but it's very relaxing Uh and the teacher would always say if you're sleeping you're not meditating (laughs) that's not you're not doing it right that's a good lesson (laughs) because I would occasionally doze off in the class it's just so relaxing remember I told you about the yoga instructor that had like the feet song like relax your feet (laughs) That's something I would like see in a horror movie. No, it's just someone outside your window. Relax your feet. (laughs) Like, oh god, yeah, it was so good. Ah, they closed. It's upsetting, but anyway. So yeah, so um, a sitting position to to begin, and then um, you need to know what meditative practice you're going to do so like we said there's a couple well there's many different types so you decide beforehand Uh what you want to do do you want to light a candle and focus on that do you want to close your eyes you know kind of have a little bit of a pregame. yeah and there's some so I thought this was interesting um because it's all about intention Mm -hmm. and um so there's heart rhythm meditation or HRM 
and it's calming your heart. And they call that downward meditation. I never heard of this before. So it's downward. It's about calming yourself, letting the energy out. Um, and then Kundalini is called upward meditation and it's about rising and flowing energy for your, so it just depends on what you're, are you trying to like dispel the bad energy uh -huh. and push it out? Or are you trying to like fill yourself with positive, but, um, yeah, different intentions. Yeah, totally. So, um, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what else to say about meditation. I mean, I can say so much. Okay. Um, Do it. <laughs> so benefits of it. Oh, yeah. I, the, I mean, the yeah. reason I started doing it is like, spoiler alert, I have mental health issues. Um, and I like meds were not taking the edge off of it. And it just was like, I need to figure out my fucking brain because I can't, you know, live my life like this. Yeah. But meditation uh, reduces anxiety and depression and also perceived stress, which because everyone goes through stress, everyone's lives are stressful, but some people perceive things to be more stressful than others. And the way stress affects you is directly linked to your perception of it. So if you're like, oh man, I got a flat tire, like, well, I guess, you know, not meeting my girlfriends for happy hour, I'm going to go to the tire store. Or you could be like, God damn it, this always fucking happens to me. And, bah, bah, yeah. and like those are going to have vastly different impacts on your body. So uh, reduce your anxiety, depression, and your perception of stress, um, which is I, – I feel like meditation has definitely helped me like shrug things off a lot more instead of letting them permeate my being, just being like, well, that's – we're going to let that one drift by. <laughs> Mm -hmm. So um, it also improves your concentration and your ability to regulate your emotions, which I think I, I know a lot of people who. Yeah, maybe, that's important. Yeah. Like handle yeah. your scandal. Um, <laughs> well, like I, you know, like we all know those people who it's like just everything is like they're just like they're it's they're elated. They're devastated. And it's just they can't fucking behave like a person because they're always so heated and i'm like yeah you need to work on uh regulating those emotions because yes. like they are owning you you are not owning them <laughs> <laughs> um so it increases self-awareness and then it it increases activity in the left prefrontal cortex which is associated with positive feelings and decreases activity in the uh right prefrontal cortex which is your negative emotions so it really is helping you like lean into the things that feel good instead of bad um it slows aging oh like really yeah uh which is crazy um because it preserves your cognition and people who meditate have more gray matter in their brain yeah gray matter they have more they got more gray matter in their brain um and they have longer telomeres which this oh, I oh yes i don't fully understand this but okay so their telomeres are longer and those are the caps on chromosomes that are indicative of biological age and the reason they think that works is because um because you're reducing your stress you're reducing the aging effects that stress has on the body yes the stress can um like tear away at the telomeres and kind of break them down uh -huh. so like the more stressed out you get the more they age it like it has a, a effect on them definitely so that is so wild 
Yeah. We are all about keeping your telomeres long and strong here at Simoche. Yeah. I remember I heard like uh, something on NPR about it. And then I was like going to get a tattoo that was like, don't break your telomeres. (laughs) (laughs) To like try and remind myself like, bitch, don't get stressed out. (laughs) But um, yeah. That's fucking amazing. That's like one of the best things I've ever fucking heard. I'm glad you didn't get that tattoo, but also yeah. thinking about getting the tattoo helped you remember how telomeres work. <laughs> um, oh, I fucking love that all day, every day. Um, it also lowers your blood pressure. Um, and it's because when you uh, induce relaxation, it increases nitric oxide, which causes blood vessels to open up and therefore reduce blood pressure. Um, and I read one study that said after eight weeks of meditation, uh, 40 out of 60 participants were able to go off their blood pressure medication. Whoa. 40 out of it's 60. It's nature's healing. It's nature's medicine. Yeah. That's just crazy. Oh, um, lovely. There's a book that I haven't read, but I saw called Psychosomatic Wellness. Okay. And I really want to read that because – uh, basically, as is my understanding, is much like you can make yourself sick. I make myself yes. sick with my mind um, that you can make yourself better with your mind. And that's like exactly the crossroads of like medical and hippie stuff yeah. that I like. I was like, oh, that's going on my Amazon wish list. I've done both. I've, yeah. I've made myself sick and I've healed myself. There we go. So, you know, it can happen. Uh, I was gonna sing you a song, and I realized that I'm not gonna hit. I wasn't. I wasn't gonna hit one note. <laughs> so it's not happening. I'm every woman. It's all in shoe. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah it's all in me. <laughs> I really, I really enjoy your name because it it's really easy to insert into songs. Thank you. That's it's made for that. It really is. Where most songs use the word you in them often so you can change the subject of any song to be about about shoe i love it yeah (laughs) (laughs) you learned so much about yourself i was having dinner with my mom last night and um we were talking about i don't know we're talking about a bunch of random bullshit that you talk about with your mom yep uh how much she hates trump and thinks she's living in an alternate reality can't believe it which I totally agree with, um, but also about energy and mm-hmm. how it can be so healing. And um, she was like, oh, the day you were born, like the nurses, we all healed you because I was going to die. Oh, yeah. And I needed surgery and I wasn't strong. My vital signs weren't strong enough for me to be transported in a helicopter to another hospital. Uh-huh. And so they're like, oh, you know, she's, she's probably not going to make it. So they all got around me and prayed, the nurses and my parents and grandparents and whoever the fuck was there. Uh-huh. And then, as legend has it, my vital signs went up yep. right after Perfect they family legend. praying. And I was flown to Albuquerque. Uh-huh. I had my surgery. I survived. Yeah. <laughs> A beautiful scar. Yeah. And it's great. And she's like, we healed you with our energy. We we made you strong enough to be able to fly. And I'm like, I believe that. I mean, I, I kind of do believe it because they've yeah. proven like the best thing for uh, longevity is community. 
Uh-huh. So there is something to be said for... I mean, I think we're all, like, emitting energy yeah. from our bodies. You know? It's like, remember Gwyneth Paltrow with her water? No. Sure don't. <laughs> she, did, she did that video where she's, like, wanted to show people how, um, like, our energy can affect anything and she held a glass of water yeah and like was like thinking like beautiful happy thoughts uh-huh. and it how know how know how they proved it but the water's chemistry is like different than when she was like sad thinking sad thoughts okay um i don't know i could be making all of this up but i believe gwyneth paltrow made that video youtube it Google I'll YouTube it. it. Someone tell me if yeah. I'm right. Email us at samotiapodcast yeah. at gmail.com. Um, I definitely feel like mindset and thought and intention is like very much changes your entire experience of the world. So yes. like I listened to an interview with um, a meditation coach who he said, you know, people will go on these like long retreats and they'll be gone for a month, two months, and it'll be they're in bliss because they're at a camp where maybe like people go on silent retreats, whatever, and they're in absolute bliss because they're in this balanced whole mental state tripping balls all the time. But then they'll come back to like the real world and not be able to deal with the sounds of city traffic and this or that. And he's like, basically, like, you might think you're the shit at meditating when you're at this retreat. But if it's not helping you cope with your real life, then it's not working, Mm -hmm. which is something I think about a lot. Because if if my like health and meditation practice is going strong, there's one boss at my work where she just like yells, just like. Every single thing she does is yell. She will never greet you and say, hi, how are you? Whatever. It's just constant yelling and barking. Oh, that sounds awful. I don't love it, especially because I have to wear a radio and hear it for my whole shift while I'm trying to talk to bar guests. But um, if my meditation practice is not going well, I'll come into work and be like, fuck this. I can't fucking stand this. How the fuck can I work for a company where they fucking have someone like that running the show? She has no grace, no manners, no etiquette. We're supposed to be in customer service, blah, 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 blah. And my gears will start grinding. Yes. But if my meditation practice is on fleek, as they say, I'll roll into work and just start laughing because I'm like, there's the person doing exactly what you would expect them to be doing. What else did you expect them to be doing? They yell. That's what they do. And I'll like seriously like walk in to just hearing her yell and I'll start laughing because I'm just like, that's that's what happens there. Right. And I'm more at calm and peace with it. Uh, and yeah, if I find myself getting into like the previous like, worked up states, I'm like, girl, have, have you, have you been doing your meditation? No. Okay. Well, maybe you need to do a little bit cause your, your brain is spinning like a hamster wheel. That's right. <laughs> so that's how you know when it's time to get it cracking. Cause yeah. like if you're just always thinking thoughts and you're getting irritated really easily, yes. if you feel restless, you can't like, sleep because you're like you can't quiet your mind. Yes, I you feel know, like meditation would help a lot. I went to a um, a didgeridoo meditation oh. class because um, you know sometimes they have like gong yeah. meditation or the bowls. Uh-huh. Um, but I went to a didgeridoo. How was it? It was amazing. Everything was just like wow. <laughs> It was, it 
it puts you in a state of a real relaxation. That sounds amazing. It was great, but it was that place that I felt like was pretty culty. Because oh. it was like all the classes were in like people's houses that were all okay like, together. Yeah. On a street. <laughs> and then there was like a main building for classes. <laughs> and when I would like, I would try to just leave right after the yeah. class and they'd be like, Shoo, wouldn't you like to stay and talk with us? And like, let's, we're all going to get together and have some tea. Yeah. And which is like, I, I don't know if I'm just a paranoid person, uh-huh. but I just was like, no, you're trying to get me into your cult. I just want the didgeridoo. Um, wow. So I stopped going there. Yeah, that sounds really creepy, and I don't think I, I to, like I'll that. I have to find the name of them and do some research on them and then, like, report back if they're, like, uh, just, like, a legit meditation place or if it's, like, a whole thing. Because I did have a girlfriend who said she went to classes there um, since she was a child, and, like, she still goes. Like, her mom took her as a little girl. I don't know. Going as a child sounds like a cult. Right? Yeah. I don't know. But also, like, they are providing a good service. Yeah, and it's probably is saying, like, hey, the alternative is... That's how people get dragged into cults, man. Yeah. They're providing something great. It's a a gray area because, like, it makes sense to be, like, we're going to do a collectivized thing because, like, transcendental meditation is super expensive. But then the flip side is it's a bunch of people's houses. I don't like that. I know. I I took my cousin and she was like, this place is weird, yo. And I was like, okay. Yeah. Thank you. I don't like that. (laughs) I guess I needed another person's opinion and I got it. (laughs) That is helpful sometimes to have someone be like, this is Is not okay. This is not okay. (laughs) But um, yeah, on a whole meditation's pretty great i think it is very helpful and i it, it can be a little bit difficult in the beginning to get used to and um it can be hard to like set calm your mind and turn off like the hamster wheel but um uh, yeah but it's like learning it almost feels like a superpower yeah it's like the more you do it the better you become at it and then the more it helps you and it like not every time is going to be great like that's the thing i always say like every time you go to the gym it's not the best workout ever and sometimes you'll do your 20 minutes of you know meditation and you won't even get into a meditative state and that's fine that's fine like it's because the fact that you keep coming back is part of the discipline and the practice but um yeah, I sometimes uh, will feel like I'll be in a situation where everyone's like emotionally just their fucking amps are at 11 and I'm at a two yeah. and it makes me feel like a superhero where I'm like, I calmed my brain down. Everyone else is wiling out and uh-huh. I am just like chilling and it's it feels kind of cool <laughs> to be yeah. like that in control of your mind. Oh, I definitely need to get back into it because I've kind of fallen off in the past few months. And I definitely notice, especially working in a small office with, you know, the same group of people every yeah. day, their energy definitely affects how I feel. And if if other people are in a bad mood in yes. the office, it like totally rubs off and puts me in a bad mood. Yeah. And then I go home just feeling like drained from the day and I think it would uh, help if I meditated more yeah. and 
just was like kind of had my own mindset. Yeah, where it's not letting, it's not affecting you as much. Yeah, like maybe I need to visualize having an like a bubble around, yes. me, like a shield. Uh huh. That actually is like totally a thing to do that people do all the time. Yeah, which is like envision a a like force field around you where other people's energy is not gonna break through that force field um interesting because i sometimes that's a much easier way than i sometimes will picture that i'm on a different dimension like our time and space is intersected in such that we can interact but that we're actually in different dimensions that happen to be in the same space it's a lot like the movie the lake house is really what i'm saying (laughs) is i just pretend i'm sandra bullock and i'm keanu reeves mailbox but i keep missing him Uh, that's basically it yeah fucking movie oh jesus we should watch that yeah i wish they would do a rom-com now oh i feel like if they did something sexy and funny yeah it could really work have you seen the um preview for the new overboard yes it looked funny what do you think i am like half on half off i'm worried I'm, I'm a little worried. I like Anna Ferris, but I'm a little worried. I was prepared to hate it because I love Overboard. Me too. And I love Goldie on. Like, it's, it's so classic. sacred. But the fact that they gender switched it made me feel, yeah. okay, you changed something. It looked, uh, I laughed. I will admit I laughed several times during the preview. So okay. I don't know. I don't know. I'm feeling a little nervous. We'll go on opening day. Yeah. Do you listen to her podcast? No. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I like I like her. I like her too. I liked I I did listen to it for a while, but I just needed a break. That's, She's a lot. It's like high energy. Mm-hmm. It's high energy. Yeah, I don't need I any. don't need it all the time. That's I am around me. <laughs> I have you. You have me. <laughs> And it's a lot. I have my own personal on affairs. Yeah, here I am being just fucking blonde and a lot. Um, Yeah, no, I don't. Uh, We should try and take a meditation class together. Okay. And see how we like it. How it goes. Yeah. There's a place right down the street from here that is like a house. Okay. I don't know why all these You just be wanting to bring me to fucking houses. <laughs> I don't know why all these meditation places are like houses. Uh, is there a place you know about? No. I've never looked into doing guided meditation though. I'm such a lone wolf. I really liked the yeah. few classes that I've yeah. been to. It's helpful, I think. Yeah. Especially that yoga class. But I tried, like, I went to a different yoga class, and I was the only person there uh-huh. at, like, all the classes. I went to a midnight candlelight yoga class, and <laughs> it was just me, the male owner, uh-huh. and the male instructor. Oh, Jesus. And a bunch of candles in a circle. I felt so uncomfortable. Yeah. It, it was midnight. It was like the place is in a like more industrial part of town. Yeah. I was just like, part of me was like, I should just go. Like, I should just not do this class. Yeah. But I felt weird. So I just did it. But I like, I I, I couldn't 
concentrate and like close my eyes. I was like, I was no. on edge the whole time. Yeah. I was just like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. <laughs> like, why isn't anyone else here? It God. Was, uh, yeah, that's the worst. Cause you want to say, let's just call it a day. Yeah, I was home. like, oh, it's just me like, no, we don't have to do this. I'm good. <laughs> actually thank you thank you bye i'm gonna uh, not go be uncomfortable i did it and they were like oh thank you so much for coming like and poor them like it's on me that like it's not on them that i felt uncomfortable like they weren't doing anything yeah but that's just like my own thing as a woman well and also like it's kind of on them for not having better attendance that's where i would blame them yeah 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 because I would suss out the need or desire to offer a class before offering it. And then if only one person said they were coming, I would probably pull the plug. Right. Just cancel the yeah, class. Yeah. I would look at the stats and be like, okay, usually 10 people RSVP, six show up. So two people RSVP'd. So maybe one will show up. Let's just go ahead and cancel it and maybe yeah. try again in the future. Um, I went to like three or four classes there. And every time I went, there was like one time I went where there were two other people and they both left like halfway through the class because the girl was like trying to get us to do really advanced moves oh. and they're like older people yeah like, they're for like a chill ass yoga class yeah so they just like got up and left and, good for that and then the other classes it was just me and I was like <laughs> what is going on here like did I find this little like box in an alternate reality where i just get my own yoga studio maybe there like, were other people there but they were in a different dimension no, yes that's right it, it was a groupon thing oh so, yeah yeah you know? but you know what i plus plus groupons hard or whatever but like number one the savings is never that big and number two every time i've gotten a groupon for something there, there's been a reason why that business wasn't doing well yeah so and it's so deceiving like everything I don't trust anything I get on Groupon anymore because like I bought my husband a um a archery lesson Uh for his birthday because he wanted to buy a bow and Uh I'm like well I'll take him to get an archery lesson and then he'll be like yeah maybe I don't need one or maybe (laughs) I do yeah who knows so I found a thing on Groupon and I bought it uh-huh. and we go and the address is to some dead end in the middle of fucking nowhere. No. And then I call the person and he's like, oh, yeah, I don't know why they have the wrong address on there. Like, I'm sorry, I forgot to tell you. So here's the real address. So we go and it's just this guy's parents house and it's his backyard and he was a perfectly nice gentleman yeah. somewhere on the spectrum. Uh-huh. Um, and he taught us some how to shoot bows, but it was like not it. I thought it was like a business. Yeah. Like I thought we were going like kind of like how there's gun ranges. Yeah. Uh, there are archery ranges. Yes. That is a thing. I thought it was an archery range. Um, And it was quite the experience. And he was just like... He was a nice guy, but he was just kind of weird. And then at the end of the lesson, he's like, oh, hey, can you guys give me a ride to the end of the road? Because, like, the, his property was kind of like a long driveway in. Uh-huh. And he, like, got in the back seat, And I just, like, looked at Deacon. And I was like, he's going to kill us. 
the weirdest thing ever. Because it was just like, I think like his brother's house and his parents' house. And he like lived there with his parents, I think. And like just had like a bunch of hay set up in his yard and stuff. Which is all fair until you asked for a ride. Yeah, I just was like, okay, here's where like we get our throat slit. Yeah. Um, but we took him to the end of the road and he got out and he's like, thanks. And come back. He asked me if I wanted to be on his archery team. And I was, I'm pretty sure he was like just hitting on me, though, because I was like, not good. Deacon, Deacon agreed. He's like, yeah, I think he was like trying to flirt with you in front of me. That's so weird. <laughs> yeah. I don't like any of that. Uh, I was like, happy birthday. <laughs> happy birthday i just got hit on by a gentleman on the spectrum um well uh, we don't know about groupon it might be on our not on our not okay list yeah well i you know i got my laser hair removal from a groupon right and while i bought a package for five treatments and i they gave me six because they had a clerical error uh they didn't do anything to numb the area Uh, and they didn't like drape me or anything so they basically were like take your pants off get spread eagle and let us zap at your pubes with no numbing and then to do my butt crack they'd make me lay on my stomach and I had to hold my butt cheeks apart like it's it was so degrading and then I would flinch (laughs) and I didn't know any better because I'd never had this done before and I would flinch because it fucking hurt because it's a laser um and so yeah I'm just on my stomach crying holding my fucking asshole open (laughs) And it was terrible. And then later was when I had a bar customer who was telling her friend about she taught classes on how to do laser hair removal. And I I just, I, sorry, I need to interrupt. I'm sorry. That's how it works. And she's like, oh, yeah, you know, you blow, we blow cold air on it. Yeah. So it's numb. We drape you. I only expose like an inch of skin at a time. So you never feel like you're just there. And I was like, oh, well, now I know why that place had to have fucking Groupons where th- this woman was like four foot eight and didn't speak any English and just laughing at me while I'm holding my asshole. Like, oh my god, this is so she, degrading. She opens the door and you realize you're like in an alley. You're like, oh no, <laughs> no, that's awful. I yeah. know. Yeah, I, I was like, okay, that's why you have a group on. Or like, I went to I, a, a local coffee place and uh-huh. it was the worst service ever in dirty glasses. And the food was obviously old because they weren't doing a lot of business. Oh so it wasn't God. fresh. And I was like, well, that's why they had to have Groupons because that was not good. Oh, like, I have heard horror stories of Groupon. Like, oh, yeah. Groupon colonoscopies or um, colonics. Sorry, not a colonoscopy. I was going to say, <laughs> don't get your cancer check. You're from Groupon. No, um, <laughs> what is it called? Colonic. Colonic. Yeah, hydrocolonic or whatever. Yes. Bad. Why? To save like 20 bucks. I know. I was like, why would you do that? Like, don't do that ever yeah. again. That no. is such a bad idea. But, oh. um, yeah, I'll have to tell you the rest of that story off air. <laughs> Just to- I don't want to embarrass anyone. Okay. No, I can't um, wait to hear about but, it. But needless to say, there are things in life where you get what you pay for. Yes, 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 uh-huh, yes. Uh-huh. And, mm. you know, I think getting a colonic's great, but not from Groupon. No. Definitely. No. I got a body wrap off uh-huh. Groupon because I was like, yes, I'm going to lose inches. Yeah. Like, it says you're going to lose inches. <laughs> and 
I went and they pretty much like saran wrapped me from head to toe. Uh-huh. They like put cream and saran wrapped me and I laid there for like half an hour, an hour or something. And then they unwrapped me and like wiped me down and they're like, oh, great. You lost like 0.5 inches from your arm. You lost like half an inch from your left thigh and like overall it's like you lost an inch and i'm like what the fuck are you talking about like my stomach is supposed to be flat bitch (laughs) and then i was like shoo why do you do this to yourself like you need to be realistic about life yeah there was a like a low-income uh apartment Uh, housing place uh down the street and for six months, they had a sign out front. Basically, these people lived in the unit closest to the sidewalk of a main road. And so they had a handwritten poster board that said, we do body wraps and weaves. Oh, no. And I just kind of, ex- I really respected their hustle because it's like, you're on like the trashiest apartment row. It's like trailer parks and low income housing and it's like you're gonna get a lot of foot traffic because yeah. your neighbors don't have cars oh my god and they're gonna go into your fucking sketchy ass apartment and get their body wrapped i like bitch saran wrap me up and put that weave in pronto <laughs> i mean that we'll talk about multitasking though yeah. that you are getting your wrap done while you get a weave in like two Blame birds one down. stone yes oh my gosh i just like the lesson there is like just don't believe anything that says like it's quick it's easy you know drastic results in yes. minutes whatever the fuck it's a scam it's a scam if you meditate 45 minutes a day for eight weeks that's a lot of meditation yeah like the thing but- with meditation is like you have to put the work in. yeah it's not just gonna happen overnight it's not gonna happen if you just meditate for a week like yeah. you have to really make it a daily habit it's just like exercise you need to yeah. exercise regularly to see those results and you need to meditate regularly to see results and it is like it's hard to get into because like if you in the beginning you're like why am I doing this why am I doing this um and it's only once you get over the hump and you start to see you know your six-pack or you're like you're calmer at work then you're like oh I get this I see you and it feels good yeah like shout out to our friend Darlene Uh I was sitting on the couch one day after work after I had already been like you need to get your life together and start working out again. Uh-huh. Um, because I did used to go to the gym every day and I was very on track with my fitness, but I just let it slide and you become lazy. Yeah. Um, so I was laying on the couch looking at Instagram and our friend Darlene posted um, just about like why she got into jujitsu mm-hmm. and um, just a cute little video about that. And I was like, you fucking bitch. Like, now yeah. you have motivated me to work out. So I did. So I got up and worked out. Nice. I've been working out every day now. And it feels so much better. Yes. Like I was getting really uh down and sad. Yeah. Getting a little depressed. Because it's just like I wasn't moving my body. And your body wants and you to move it. Exactly. And um, it feels good to exercise. Especially if you just get over the hump of like the first. Yeah. Three. If you can do it for three days in a row. Like if you can do it for a week mm-hmm. in a row. 
like I think it starts to feel good after that yes. point and you start to crave it. I love exercise. I love meditation. But it's yeah, it's really hard when you're out of shape to, to get, get back, back in. Sh- yeah. But you just do it. Yes. One day at a time. Yeah. Like I did my T25 exercise, but the first day that I did it, I really half-assed it. And I just was like, I'm doing all the modified moves. Yeah. But then by the end of the week, I was like, fuck you, Tanya. I don't need your modified moves anymore. Ooh. So. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I'm hoping that's where I get with Pilates. Yes. So I joined a Pilates studio, which is cheaper than joining a cult, um, but very similar. (laughs) So the good thing is, is that we don't have sex with each other at Club Pilates. And that's important to me because cults are always that people are always fucking each other. Uh And it's like, I don't I'm like, you guys are like the worst. Like no one should be sleeping with that dude. But you are. Um, But at least Club Pilates is taking a lot of my money. But they're just like, you know, helping me. Yeah focus my body and get strong yeah it's awesome um so yeah we'll see yes yeah, so i want to focus on gaining muscle i'm gonna start lifting weights yeah like, focusing more on weightlifting, and i want to like gain some muscle and then i want to start taking those um aerial classes where oh, you do like the ribbons yeah, yeah. you're like you know uh-huh. rolling around in, aerial ribbons yoga. in the air yeah i'm gonna do splits one wow. day one day wow that's my goal i just want to like look really hot and be really flexible when i'm like fucking daddies yeah so me too but with my one with your one daddy yeah um yeah there there was a point in my life where i was in like the best shape i'd ever been in um and i dated uh this guy who was very athletic as well and it was there was some excitement there yeah where you're just like, our bodies are so beautiful and we're able to do so many things with them for a much longer period of time than is usual. Mm-hmm. Like, there is nothing worse than being like, oh, my hip popped out. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's the worst. That is the worst. I mean, there definitely is a difference. Oh, and, yeah. Um, I feel it. Like, I get very insecure when I, I'm like the type of person I yo-yo, like, I'll yeah. be skinnier then I'm heavier and I go back and forth but when I'm heavier I definitely do get a little bit insecure about having sex because I'm just like oh I'm like a fucking beast um I mean I now that I'm not in good shape anymore like if I am riding a dick I'll be like can you come soon because like my back is gonna hurt tomorrow (laughs) I have zero muscles between my nipples and my clitoris like the whole core is just devoid of muscles so if you could please bust a nut because mama's back is gonna be hurting and then I'll be like shut up stop whining Sydney like this is probably really good for you know training your love handle area you're building muscle but also can you fucking come can you come so I would like to, you know, be in good shape so I can just be like, you can take your time. Yeah. Take your time, baby boy. I ain't tired. <laughs> totally. Totally. That should be every everyone's goals, especially yeah. in the year 2018 of the come queen. 2018 is the year of the come queen. And I'm so excited you heard it here first. Yeah. Um. So anyways, that's probably um, all that we have to say about meditation. It's really good for you. Try it out. It doesn't cost anything. Yeah, it's actually the one thing that you can do pretty much anywhere. Mm -hmm. It's free. All you need is yourself. Mm -hmm. And uh, like I said, maybe a quiet space. Mm -hmm. Um, 
And even if you can't find a quiet space, sometimes uh, the type of meditation is to kind of let the sounds of your surroundings come at you naturally Mm -hmm. and just kind of focus on them and then let it go and focus on a different noise and let it go and um, meditate that way. So no excuses. No matter who you are or where you are, you can meditate. Yes, you can. And I hope that you do because I really do believe this is one thing that everyone can benefit from. Just like exercise, physical exercise. This is exercise for your mind. Yeah. So uh, get with it. Get with it. Uh, Happy hump day. Yes, happy hump day. Bye.